Welcome back to the Nook Podcast, where we are all about real faith in real time, because faith in God can be messy, and that's okay, because I believe that we are all here to help each other out with that. My name is Stephen Murphy, and I am so honored to have you listening today. This episode is an extension of a thought based on a video that I made called Most Advertising Sucks. If you haven't seen that video and you'd like to, there is a link down in the show notes. My guest today is my friend Dustin Bryson. He and his business partner Jordan own Public Art. Uh, It's a marketing company in St. Charles, Missouri. And now maybe you're wondering, what in the world does a guy from a marketing agency have to do with real faith in real time. Well, I believe that as believers, we are all called to play a part in the PR, the the public relations of how Jesus is made known here in this life. And if you've never given that much thought, I hope that this conversation gives you some insights into how that plays out. So he's an entrepreneur, he's a husband, he's a dad, he's just a good dude. He's my friend Dustin, and he's my guest today on the Nook Podcast. What brought you to St. Louis itself in the first place? I was uh, a chief marketing officer for a dish detergent company in Austin, Texas. How right? <laughs> I can see in your eyes how jealous you are that you didn't Man, have that job. Yeah, that's that's a part of my resume I could never come close to. Oh, man. You know what? Top of the world, bro. Dish detergent. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> you should have seen the commercial we made. If you want to talk about the commercials. It's the only commercial I've ever uh, directed in Hollywood. And really directed is a strong word. Is that I, on your IMDb page? I, was in the, I don't know if I have. I don't think I have. I think you have to make your own, don't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't think I'm on there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I was doing that and uh, parted ways with that company and um, didn't know uh, what what I was going to do next. And we had family who lived here in St. Louis, in the St. Louis area. So we came up to be closer to family. We were either going to move back to Seattle, we were going to move to St. Louis, or we were going to move back to Panama City, Florida, where we lived for a while because family and uh, moved back here because of that. That's what brought me back. Cool. And then... I found you via social media because you were working at what church? I was working at I was working for the Methodist Conference of Missouri and Morningstar Church. So I was planting plant churches. That's awesome. So public art is what's the nutshell of public art? Somebody somebody needs your services. What are that? What does that customer typically look like? Uh, well, we're a boutique creative agency, and we hire we handle everything from graphic design, video production, commercial photography, as well as web development and app development. So that could most of our clients are breweries and churches. We do a ton ton of video work. It's uh, an interesting span. I know, right? <laughs> well, here, and it's all because of the pandemic. So mm. the pandemic hit, and all of these breweries that we were sort of we were working with, but not like on a contract basis, you know, one or two projects here and there turned into places that had to can their beer to get it into the hands of consumers. Mm. And so they, 
started hiring us to design cans. Those are all our cans up on the shelf that the people can't see me pointing at. Um, <laughs> it's, he's doing a lovely job of pointing. Yeah, Vanna he, White would be jealous. You. But I think we start. I think Jordan, one of Jordan, my business partner's dreams was to do a, a beer can, and he hadn't done one at the beginning of the pandemic, and I think we've done 17 now. So it's, you know, it's happened very quickly. So breweries need that. We're, re, we're rebranding them, rebuilding websites, things of, the, of that nature. And then churches needed tons of video. So what is, what is marketing? And for that matter, what's the difference between marketing, advertising, and branding? Or are they just a difference without a distinction? Uh, and, and for that matter, is it important to know what the three things are? Yeah, I mean... I think marketing and branding uh, go. I think they all go hand in hand. But it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting question. It's an interesting bubble. It's a big question. So, marketing obviously is is a company's um, desire to educate you about their product or service, and then uh, somehow woo you into a relationship with that product or service. Um, advertising is the medium in which they that's the touch points in which they put themselves in front of your face repeatedly. And then branding is, uh, is much more than a logo. It's, it's color palette choices. It's, um, even, even the way that, uh, corporate will choose to interact and engage with customers. Southwest airlines, they're part of their branding is uh, an amazing customer experience, treating you like an adult, allowing you to sit where you'd like mm. things of that nature. Um, and so, yes, they're all, they're all married and all doing a dance together, but they're all, they all very specific, um, jobs to do. They have very specific, yep. uh, uh, roles in, the, in <laughs> I'm that sorry, dance. I'm just sitting here realizing what a triune sort of relationship that is. Yeah, it that, is. What is it about all three of those things? You know, if, if there's a way to just amalgamize them, mm -hmm. is that a word? Yeah. Amalgamize? I think that, so. That is such an appeal for smart. you that, I mean, why, why is that such a wheelhouse thing for you? Well, I'm not interested in, in a lot of it. I mean, I'm, I'm not that keen on, on much of it. What I am very, very interested in is storytelling. Hmm. And that's kind of, I would, if someone asked me what I do, I'm a storyteller or, and I'm, and I'm trying to become a good storyteller. Um, Often the stories I tell aren't great, but I'm, I'm working on that. But I, I, that's my heart's desire. I think there, in a lot of ways, you know, I want to be like Jesus to the point of he was a storyteller. You right. know, parables are a story that Jesus told to to um, drive into a deeper topic or or, or or knowledge of something, an understanding, and yeah. he would use parables. And so I think um, I think stories are very very important. I think they're critical to community. And how we engage with each other, and how we engage with the world, and so uh, I, I'm a big fan of story. So marketing can be done. Storytelling can be a, a form of marketing that I believe is the most powerful form. I think if a, if someone can fall in love with a brand um, through the through story, they will could be a lifelong fan mm. or, or, or 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 lifelong loyal brand user or, or product user. Yeah, so I think I think we are missing the boat heavily when we don't choose story. But again, the bottom line is going to answer that question for us, and that goes back to your thing about Jesus and what's the story we're telling, right, with our lives. Yeah, and there's my pivot point. Um, is it too deep for too many people to walk out of the house with that as your mindset in the morning? 
or is it just something we've kind of forgotten that every interaction that we have with people is an opportunity and i don't i don't say that i mean on the video that this is based on you see me in a with a soapbox and i've i've just never been that guy you know that's bible thumping in somebody's face saying you need jesus because ultimately i think that the way that i've always understood it or at least come to understand it is that my best opportunity to tell you about the jesus that i follow is investing in a relationship that i don't first of all i don't view you as a project you're not some goal for me, you know, to put it in a sales term. It's like, I, I got to get that guy on the hook and then in the boat and then in the slaughterhouse. No, it's like, I, be, I, I just love you as a person. I believe in you as a person. And I, I you've got great value. Mm. I invest in a relationship in you. And then I earn the right to tell you my story. Mm-hmm. I, I call them chips. I have to earn the, the, the chips in your life, like if you're playing poker, I have to earn the chips so that I can speak into your life. Like if I don't, if I don't have these to cash in in your life, then I'm just a clanging, clanging gong or a symbol, right? right? But if, I, but if over time in life you and I have have built relationships and we have stories to tell about things we've times we've hung out, things we've done, gone fishing, took me to dinner, whatever it is, now I have I have some sort of a stake in your in your story and so that when I say something it might hold more weight right and I think that that's ultimately what I would always push for is Mm -hmm. that I think no I think you just you got to view it as okay here's here's the people that I'm going to come in contact with today some one of them just might be the lady who sells me a cup of coffee and the other one might be somebody that wow this is I I have a relationship with that guy now and we hang out Mm -hmm. that I, I still want my life and my light to be effective in that person's life mm-hmm. and that that doesn't happen by accident. I think you can make connections with people that may seem almost happenstance, but I don't know. I got, I got this, I've been reading this great devotional and by and large, I'm not a big devotional fan. Um, but it's called new morning mercies by Paul David Tripp. And yeah, there was this one day that it, the, the whole thing was about how our relationships aren't really ours. They're God's God arranges for you to, intersect with people on any given day. So sometimes it's just you and your business partner, you and your family, but then how many other people are you going to come across? Well, in your, how, in your and how do you show up? Yeah, exactly. In, and in so the, in that story, what, what game are you bringing? Right. And, and you're not going to bring the Jesus game. I mean, we're all selfish. You know, we yep. get up in the morning, we put on our pants, we put on our shoes, we look in the mirror and look at our face, fix our hair. You know, I mean, we're, we're, we're self-consumed beings and, in order to not be self-consumed, thinking about all of your little aches and pains, your hip hurts, your knee, your, your whatever, uh, as you go through your day, which which the enemy will use for sure. Oh yeah, I call it submersion. So if you're man, if you're submersed in Jesus, like if that's your life, um, and you know, I think that you're going to show up better. But if you're not, if you haven't pre-gamed, you're yeah. going to show up selfish. You know what I'm saying? And it's not. I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about myself. Right. I mean. I love podcasts, and if I get down a rabbit hole of Dateline in 2020 ver- episodes, uh, I can go to a negative spot, you know. But if I go into uh, if I'm if I'm listening to podcasts that are uplifting, joyful, even music like what kind of music we're listening to, what kind of movies and stuff we're watching, um, it matters, you know. And and it's because we're filling our head with something. 
Yeah. And I'm not that cat who's like, burn your CDs if they don't say <laughs> Jesus, you know? What's a CD? But I do think that it's important. I have noticed it in my own life that I can show up well. I can show up honest. I can show up kind. Um, just throw any fruit of the spirit in there. Right. Or I can show up Dustin. Yep. And I oftentimes show up Dustin, if I'm being real. Well, and how often do you kind of, do you catch yourself midstream? I mean, it depends this, on I, my submersion. This, this literally just happened to me. It was either yesterday or the day before that I was headed out for a shoot and was not all in. Yeah. There was a, a rigmarole to it. Mm-hmm. And I caught myself about 10 minutes in. And this isn't just, you know, like some, oh, hey, I figured it out. And here's the magic pill. It's, mm-hmm. It was just literally almost like a, I don't know what else to call it, but like a quickening of, okay, look, I, I can make up my mind right now, Absolutely. but this is not my mode where That's I'm right. just going to, you know, bite down on some leather and get through this. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I, I get to choose yep. who I am in this moment. Yep. And I don't want to be the, the, we, we talked before I hit the record button about, you know, the complaining at, yeah, being the whiner, being the, Oh, you know, if I didn't have to do this, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Doesn't That's matter. Right. Right. It's still something that is on my plate right now, and I get to choose who I am That's showing right. up to this thing. Yeah, we teach our kids that they choose their own weather. You know, That's good. So how they show up, it's up to them. And yes, I've caught myself midstream, but I've many not times not caught myself midstream. Yeah. And I'll tell you one of the things that you can do. Sometimes like it depends on where you're at in your walk with Jesus. If you're a new believer, this might be harder to like just go like, okay, well, I love Jesus and I want to show up like a Jesus follower to this event or to this coffee shop or whatever you're doing in the day or this meeting I'm going to. That might be a little bit more difficult. So just just for a second, think for a second of the blessing that going to that coffee shop is. The fact that you can afford to go to a coffee shop and have someone else make you coffee, that those beans were grown in some far off land. Uh, then dried, then flown in a bag here, then someone pulled out of that bag, roasted that coffee bean, then made you that cup of coffee, and you're going to enjoy that. I mean, if you're even if you're not a Christian, if you can't find joy in that, and like the thought that, well, you're blessed. That's yeah. pretty cool that you can afford a five dollar cup of coffee. It, there's a problem, and mm. you might need to search your heart and your soul a little bit even deeper. Oh, yeah. Then the other thing is too, even going to a meeting that you don't want to go to or going to a production, which trust me, I'm generally grouchy pre-production. <laughs> I really am because I hate how my, I hate how my C stands are super heavy. And then I've got to stack things in my SUV so that I can get two things. I just get really frustrated. Then I then like yesterday slammed my hand down, oh. you know, slammed the C stand on my hand. And, you know, uh, it's really easy to fall into that grouchy side. And I can do it re- with the best of them. What's a little bit harder, even if you're not a believer, is to think, I have a job. Yep. There's a global pandemic and people being laid off like crazy. I have work right now yep. that I get to go do, and they're going to give me money for it. Yep. And I know that that sounds cliche, but if you really sit and think for a second about what the alternative is, uh, staying at home watching daytime TV all day, wondering if you're going to be able to pay your light bill uh, or buy food for your kids. Yeah. Be thankful. It's not that hard, honestly. Yep. And I know that's like power of positive thinking speak, but there is something to that. No, there it, is something about thinking positively that helps adjust your attitude to a, in the positive way. Yes. You know? And I, something you said there is something I truly have been trying to be so much more mindful of 
And it's sad to me that those thoughts, as basic as they come across, I think we we sadly have categorized them as, well, that's cheesy. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's so passe anymore. Yeah, I treat agree. People the, pe- treat people the way you want to be treated. I agree it's cheesy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. try it. I, I've seen that embroidered on a pillow. Right. Who cares? Yeah. But how sad that we've gotten away from that. That mm. should be something that is guiding you day by day. It's right. like if if all I did was treat somebody the way that I wanted to be treated mm-hmm. every time I interact with them, a short interaction, an hour-long meeting, whatever that is, I'm just a firm believer. Leave people in a, in a better shape than you found them. Even if that's just through kindness of speaking to the lady who's ringing up your groceries, mm-hmm. you've done a kindness. Who can fault you for that? Right. But we've, it's like we've, we've gotten so far away from the 101. There's no downside to it. No. And honestly, there's, it, it, there's, a, there's something about our brains, and I'm, I'm not smart enough to understand it, but there is definitely something about making a decision pre-speaking to that clerk that you're going to be kind, that you're just going to just say, hey, well, thank you for today. Yesterday I was on a shoot last night, and um, we, we shot – upwards of 35 or 40 people in this at this shoot. It was a big shoot. And I was cordial with everybody because that's the protocol, you know? Yep. Uh, and everyone was cordial with me because that's the protocol. Like, this is sort of the gray area of life that we all kind of zombie walk through, right? Yep. Sadly. And there was this one older gentleman who was probably in his 70s, and he had some physical... Um, limitations we were filming in front of his home and we asked him if he could come down the stairs because it was a weird angle and he said sure and he was just the the brightness that shone off this man was electrifying and Mm. i don't i'm not saying that cheesily i worked with 47 other people that night that i didn't look at twice right right? just nice to him as nice as i could be in my direction in the shoot and so uh, he comes down the stairs. We do his part. I load up. We load up because we're going house to house to house. I, we load up the car, uh, the the production rig, and then I go back to him. I, I just feel compelled. And I went and I said, thank you. Because he was just the kindest, sweetest man. He kept thanking uh, the crew over and over again for letting him be a part of this project. Mm. And I went to him and I said, I want you to know that your attitude has brightened my day. And I don't know, like, I don't know if me saying that means anything to you or not. But I hope it does because you just you've rubbed off on me. It's the second to the last house that we're hitting, mm. and I told him jokingly. I said I've I've shot forty seven other people tonight, and I didn't like a one of them, <laughs> but I liked you. You 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 brought such joy to this whole thing for me, and he did. And um, it was just neat. And he didn't have to do that. He could have walked out. He was clearly in pain coming down those stairs. Mm. It took him. There was eight stairs. It took him a minute and a half to get down these stairs. And then to get back up, he didn't have to come down the stairs. He could have said, "I can't do it. Uh, I'm in pain. Whatever." And we wouldn't. We would have shot in a, at a weird angle, you know. But see, so, what's what's the matter with being that guy? To I, just to, again, to, I think to it's be all the pre-game. standout. Yeah, dude, I love that. I am I, pregame is going to be a, a thing for me. Yeah. And then, I mean, not, honestly, that's what my nook has become. Mm-hmm. That I spend no less than a half an hour in there in the morning, and that it almost started the same way that you go to the gym mm-hmm. it was drudgery at first and it anytime you start something new how it can feel so clunky but i can say now that after 15 months of that mm-hmm. 
I crave it. I absolutely yeah. crave it. And for the three or four times this year that I have had to travel, when I got to be at the airport at 4.30 in the morning that I didn't get it, it was. it's just like, oh, something's missing. Yeah, but that, for sure. That pregame sets the tone. Mm-hmm. It absolutely sets the tone. Well, I mean, when, 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 if you're a coffee drinker, when you wake up in the morning, I mean, I get out of bed because I'm thinking about the coffee. Yep. It, I wouldn't miss the coffee. So why do we, and that's a pregame mm-hmm. of, of caffeine that I feel like my body needs. Um, I get dressed in the morning. I don't walk outside naked. That is a pregame right. making myself appropriate for the workplace or for public. We do this all the time. That might get you arrested. Yeah, would be the first time. Anyway, but not for being naked. Right. Let's not get it twisted. Um, but we, we do pregame. We prepare for all kinds of things in life. Well, your head, and, your head and your heart are in the right place at that point. That, that to me is what, you know, I'm just kind of formulating this. Since, which, thank you for doing this, man. Wow. Just, well, we, every time we've me. ever sat down and talked, we always have such cool conversations. And as I'm pondering that, I'm like, okay, yeah, good pre-gaming is, is me kind of resetting that foundation to just go, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I may have great stuff to do today. I may have drudgery to do today, but I still got to get through it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just plug my nose and swallow. Right. I want to, I want to be a value add to the things that I am doing. I want to bring my best to the things that I'm doing. And more than anything, I don't want to rub somebody the wrong way because maybe I got shorted on sleep or something didn't go well yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I want to bring the best myself. Yep based on what I know. And it's, it's not hype. It's not some, you know, fake pump up or something like that. It's, it's deeper. Mm-hmm. And ultimately then it should mean something. And then I feel like I'm representing my savior well. Right. And if I do that enough with people, maybe somebody goes like the guy that you talk to, maybe mm-hmm. somebody comes to me and says, Man, you were just so kind to me today. What, mm-hmm. What's what's different about you? Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Ah, now I get to tell a great story. Mm-hmm. The five minute version or the half hour version, I don't know. But now now I've earned that person's eyes and ears yeah. to to be good PR. <laughs> it's so fulfilling, man. And I didn't grow up a Christian, you know what I'm saying? Like I went to church and I saw the things, but I, I met Jesus for real, for me, 18 years old. You know, So I did a lot of stupid stuff and I was very selfish and I'm still stupid and selfish, but I didn't have it. And then I did have it. Yeah. And it's, it's man, it's, I don't want to be anything else. Right. I don't want to not. Well, you've seen the alternative. I have. And I also see my friends that don't have Jesus. And I just go, man, how, like, oh, cool. You got a boat. Like, it's just all the things that they think they need to fulfill that hole in their in their life yeah. and it's just I, I'm so, I feel so blessed that for me I feel like I found it you know oh denizens of the nook let me tell you that this one was difficult to cut down every time Dustin and I have ever sat down to talk the conversation has always been so rich and that is exactly why I wanted to talk to him and get him on the podcast so here's my two takeaways from this conversation the first one is uh, talking about gratitude 
And while that sounds so simple, it's something that I feel like we get away from. It's like everybody's talking about it, but nobody's doing it. So here's the way that I'm going to remember this. And pardon me if you're not into wordplay, but this is, this is what's going to make it work for me. Gratitude changes your attitude. Think about that. Gratitude changes your attitude. When you go into something, even, even something that you're dreading, find something to be grateful for. Find a half a dozen things to be grateful for, and I guarantee you it will change the way you view about what you are having to deal with. And then the other thing is, how do you pregame? How are you preparing for your day? And now this is why I will continue to rave about the treasures of the nook. It's a place and it's a time that I spend here every morning in God's word, in prayer, And time spent determining how I'm going to show up for the things that I know I have to do, and maybe even more importantly, for the things that I don't know are coming. How you pregame can have a huge, huge influence on your day. I mentioned a devotional that I've been going through. It's called New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. Uh, I have absolutely loved this devotional. Um, I'm just not a fan of most devotionals and that they tend to be a bit shallow. They're a quick read, a quick mention of scripture. I have loved New Morning Mercies because it's got depth. Uh, Mr. Tripp dives into some great topics and always has a scripture or two that send me off into a really cool study. And I've just loved how that has enriched my day. If you're interested in getting this book, I've included an Amazon affiliate link down in the show notes, and this does not change the price for you whatsoever, but it does help me out, which is awesome because while this content is all free, the gear isn't cheap. If you would like to up your marketing game for your business or church or nonprofit, give Dustin a call at Public Art Co. Uh, They do such great work, and I know that they would love to help you out. Their website is publicartco.com. That's publicartco.com. And tell them that you heard about it here on the Nook Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about anything in this or other episodes, you can reach me directly by email. The address is stephen at nookpodcast.com. That's stephen with a V, S-T-E-V-E-N at nookpodcast.com. And make sure you join our Facebook group. Just do a quick search there for Meet Me in the Nook. We're posting encouraging content there, and we love having a space to stay connected with you between the videos and podcast episodes, and where you can connect with others on similar faith journeys. Please take a moment to subscribe if you haven't already. A good rating and a short review are also very helpful. Thank you in advance for that. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will catch you next time here in The Nook. The Nook Podcast is a production of Sozo Digital Media.